Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Exotic Animal Company podcast. I'm here with Kadex. Hi. Cornbread. And Socialist Killer. Yay! Oh, God. <laughs> so, Kami actually is providing us with the exotic animal fact today, and it involves dolphins. Oh, yeah. Did you know that dolphins use eels to masturbate? They they have sex specifically for pleasure. They they don't do it because, you know, they want they want offspring, which is why they'll have the eel wrap around them to do everything. Dolphins are weird, you know. They dolphins people, are the scum they, of the fucking yeah. ocean. Today, we're going to be doing story time. And I'm going to be the judge of everybody's stories. The best story is going to win. So, Kami, I'm going to have you pick a number one through seven. I do uh, three and a half. I'll round it up to four. So, number four is... The weirdest thing that you have done or that has happened to you in public. Okay, I got you. So, I was walking through the mall with my girlfriend uh, a couple months ago. And, you know, it, it was just a normal day. But, uh, do you guys know what the store Spencer's is? Mm -hmm. So, you know about the uh, back section of it. There was a dude who, he went in there and we went in after him. We were looking around the entire store and uh, I just see him carrying six boxes of dildos. And I'm over here thinking like, okay, this guy's gonna have a fun evening. And I think nothing of it and uh, walk out and the dude was right behind us. So I was begging my girlfriend, can we please stay? I wanna see what the cashier says. <laughs> she said, no, cause I'm hungry and I want food. And so me being a boyfriend, I just have to go, you know, yes, master. And, uh, uh, we walk over to the uh, the Cinnabon area. Uh, we sit down for a bit. We're eating, and literally five minutes goes by. This dude straight up opens. He apparently he opened all the boxes when he got out of the fucking store, and pretty much wherever he could hold them, dude stripped down naked. He held them, and he sprinted throughout the entire mall, saying, "Liberals made me do this. Liberals made me do this. Liberals made me do this." <laughs> Until eventually, because uh, people were trying to catch up to him, I'm not sure if they wanted an autograph or if they were trying to stop him. Until this this big dude, fucking tattoos everywhere, pretty sure his name was like Derek or something like that, I just called him Bubba, straight up jumps out of nowhere, and I'm surprised the guy could hide, he was fucking, he was huge. Tackles the dude to the ground, but one of the things fell out of the dude's ass and all you could hear was... <laughs> and for some reason, it, it was like looking at a car crash. I couldn't look away, but I wanted to. So eventually, you know, the dude got taken away. I thought all was good, but dude came sprinting back with the cops chasing after him because this fucker broke out of the police car. How? He had his hands cuffed behind his back. He was sprinting through it again. So I looked over at Haley and I said, babe, I want to do that too. She told me no, so... Yes, master. That you want master. to run around the mall with a dildo in your head? Uh, yeah, who doesn't? Most people. Uh, Kadex, I want to hear your story now. Uh, shit, I don't know. Mine's not nearly as descriptive or have that many parts. But when I used to work at Walmart, I used to work in electronics, so it wasn't really all that bad. It was pretty good. Anyway, we, like, the cops had come, which wasn't really all that strange for Walmart, so whatever. But, like, there were a ton of, like, police, and we were like, what the hell is going on? Like, is it, like, a serious situation but like nobody was telling us like go away anyway it turns out this guy was caught by a customer in the toy section with his pants down and he was just jack 
infinite. To the baby dolls. <laughs> Wait, to the baby dolls or in the baby yes. doll section? Like to the baby dolls. Like oh he was my God. He was like, yeah. And so some customer had to like run up to customer service and tell and I don't know, it was this whole thing. And I know he was arrested and I don't know whatever happened after that. Oh, That's the you, weirdest thing. I bet if you, you know, Google for pedophiles near me, he's probably on that oh, list. Probably. After that, I wanted, to, I wanted to go home. I was like, I need to go home. This is just too much for today. Um, can you pick me up? <laughs> A guy was a guy was playing with himself, and I don't, I want to go home. Oh God, Ornbread, your turn for a crazy public story. Um, <laughs> it didn't happen to me, but it was kind of fucking hilarious to me, honestly. There used to be this door like 15 minutes down the road, and we walked in. Me and I want to say my mom and my dad walked in to get some like drinks and stuff. This old man that ran the store, he was back here in the corner fucking beating his meat. <laughs> it was funny as shit. He ran the store? Yeah. Well, Bornbread, <laughs> pick a number one through six. Two. All right. I want a story of you being dumb as a kid, Cornbread. A story of me being dumb as a kid. Yeah. Well, this is going to be kind of gory, but yeah, okay. I'm fine with it. I don't give a shit. I was probably around the age of six or eight, somewhere around that neighborhood. My aunt and me just got out of the vehicle. Was going to run up and race to the top of the doorstep. Well, it had been raining, and right there underneath the carport leaked. There was a toolbox against the edge of the porch, and whenever she ran up the steps, I was going to take a shortcut and I was going to jump on top of the damn toolbox and climb on top of the damn porch and run up to the door and beat her. About that time I jumped up on top of the toolbox and my foot slipped out from underneath me and busted my damn eyebrow open. Wide <laughs> ass open, had to have five stitches and like, I want to say super glue in one part of it also. Ooh. Yeah. Wasn't the brightest idea for me to do it as a kid. I'd say so. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna give you extra points for gore. Alright, Kdex, uh, dumb kid story. Mine, coincidentally, is also when I injured myself. So, um, how old was I? I think it was before I was in kindergarten. I was probably like four. I don't know. My dad, um, we, we lived in this trailer house. This is a pretty nice little trailer house, but like he would always chase me around the living room. And then our living room was like right next to the kitchen. So I'd always run into the kitchen. And instead of turning right to go to our little laundry room to hide and stop myself, I would always stop myself in the kitchen at this window. And so he would, he, this day, he was chasing me around like normal. I run to the kitchen. I go to stop myself, arms right out in front of me, go to stop myself at the same window that's never failed me before. Except this time, I guess it decided to give way. Both my arms go straight through this fucking window. I break <laughs> the window. I was fine until my dumb ass decided to pull both of my arms back towards myself and I ended up slicing my wrist open and there was blood all over the floor. I had to get stitches. It was pretty, pretty horrible. Um, the, <laughs> the number one thing I remember from that day is my mom had just got out of the shower when it happened and my dad had ran to their room and grabbed a pillowcase and like wrapped it around my wrist and like tightened it and my mom was just yelling at him the whole time about how he's a dumbass and I can't believe you did this and blah 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 and it was a funny day. <laughs> she blamed him. Why? I had, yeah, yeah. And then I had to. They had to hold me down at the do at the hospital when they were putting my stitches in because I was not having it. It hurt so bad. Did they put a cone <laughs> on you so you wouldn't scratch? No, my mom. Whenever she would like, like whenever I had to take a bath or whatever, she would put like a Walmart bag around my hand 
she told me not to mess with it, and I don't think I ever picked at it because I don't remember ever having to go get a so your hand done or always just smelled like shit. You never washed I your mean, hand. She she would like <laughs> scrub it, but she would tell me like don't put it under the water and don't get it because I don't know. Yeah, I still have a scar because uh, my stitches were in for too long. Oh. So I have a scar from the cut and a scar from where my stitches were. <laughs> oh. On on my wrist, so. Yeah, it's there forever. <laughs> All right, socialist, you're up. Dumb kid story. So, what? Do, just quick question: What do we define as kid? Like anything before the age of thirteen? <sighs> I'd say under eleven. Under eleven. Under eleven. Yeah. Under eleven. Well, considering it's me, there's like a million to fucking choose from. <laughs> Shit, but all the really dumb stuff happened with my sister. Well, if you want, I can give you more time and tell you my dumb kid story. Yeah. My my um, dumb my dumb kid story is I was like eight. I was at this playground. Tons of older kids, you know, the eleven year olds, the cool fuckers. They were going to like the top of the monkey bars, and these monkey bars were in a U, so they would go to the top of them and then jump off and catch themselves on the other side, right? So I was like, oh, that's cool. I got myself up to the top somehow. And then when I went to jump, I wasn't, I didn't jump hard enough. And my hands missed the monkey bar, like the bar that holds the monkey bars. And like the little handles hung down and I hit my head on one of the handles and like flopped over onto the ground. <laughs> God. <laughs> I remember getting up and going to my dad. He's watching a baseball game and I pull on his pants. I'm like, Dad. He's like, the fuck do you want? Oh my God. Because apparently I had like a golf ball sized fucking knot in my skull. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I got lucky I didn't bust it open. Okay. I've seen Harry Potter, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So you know the scene where they, the shopping cart and they go straight into that fucking brick wall? Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> well, you can see where this is going. <laughs> Uh, when I was like seven years old, uh, I had a little like electric moped and uh, you know, I was I was driving around and we had a brick wall behind our house because it blocked off uh, the freeway from the back of from the alley that's behind our house. Uh, a couple of times before I literally ran into it expecting to go and it didn't work. Then oh. I thought, you know what? Maybe I'm not trying hard enough. Maybe I'm not, you know, running or maybe I'm not fast enough. So I hop on my moped and I get a good 30 yard head start with this thing. I just, I just fucking floor it. I'm going as fast as I can. And my mom comes outside because she, she's trying to tell me oh, dinner's ready. The first thing she sees is me smacking my entire fucking body into the brick wall. And then getting up, bawling my eyes out with my nose bleeding. <laughs> and she's over here, what the fuck were you thinking? And I told her, I wanted to go to Hogwarts. <laughs> oh my god. I, I just wanted to learn uh, Vada Kedavra, dude. <laughs> Oh my god. That's horrible. But of all the things I've done as a, as a stupid kid, I've never broken anything. Never required stitches. Oh. I've never gone to the hospital. I've never fractured, never sprained, never nothing. My body, it, I am fucking invincible. Okay? Jesus. I got bones of steel and balls tinier than a fucking Tic Tac, okay? <laughs> Alright, okay. One through five. Uh, one. One? Okay. So you need to tell a story of a time when you were unreasonably afraid. 
Okay, uh, it's, okay, so it's kind of stupid because I can't really think of any time I was unreasonably afraid other than this, this moment or time period. So when I was in second grade, I was a bit of like a, I wasn't really necessarily a teacher's pet in school, but I was like a very goody two-shoes, follow the rules, don't get in trouble kind of kid. And so, um, this was back when, before I rode the bus to and from school, so my mom would always pick me up from school. So we're sitting outside and this girl, I was like playing around with her and I was like, oh look, there's your mom, she's over there. And so this girl starts running towards this car, but it's not her mom, like I was just making a joke. And so one of the oh. teachers or attendants that was out there was like, why did you tell her this was her mom's car? She could have been taken. I'm gonna tell your teacher, blah, 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 whatever. <laughs> and so the, the entire rest of the school year, I was horrified whenever I saw this woman because I thought she was gonna remember who I was and tell my teacher and that I was gonna get in trouble. So, um, <laughs> She was like a helper. She wasn't really a teacher. She was like a helper person. So like at lunch, when we were done, we would like take our trays up and she would help us dump them and whatever. So I took my, I would, whenever she was up there helping, I would put all of my hair to cover my face and I would walk very slowly to her, hoping that she wouldn't see who I was. And then one time she like saw that I had all my hair in my face and she goes, get your hair out of your face. And I was like, no. And I threw my tray at her. <laughs> I ran. I was just terrified of this woman because I thought she was going to get me in trouble with my teacher. Or something that had nothing to do with your teacher. <laughs> yeah, like I was so scared of this woman. And then I remember go I remember telling my parents about it and they just thought it was funny. And so when we moved, we moved to a different school district that was like right across, like next town over. And my dad was like, well, what if Miss What's-Her-Face works here? And I was like, then we can't, then I'm not going to this school. I was like, I will not go to this school. And then... I had an anxiety attack the first day of school because I thought for some reason this woman had followed me and was going to be working at the school I was going to. She walks into your fucking classroom like, I'm your teacher. Yeah, I was, it was a, it was a year. I didn't enjoy my second grade year at all because I was just afraid of this woman. So you get extra points because that also falls into being a dumbass kid. Yeah. All right. Socialist, let's hear a uh, time you were unreasonably afraid. I don't really think I have a time I was unreasonably afraid. I think every time I've been scared, I've had, like, some form of reason. Unless, do you want me to tell a story about, like, I was near, damn near shit my pants scared? That, that works. I'll take it. Okay. Eighth grade, I was dating a girl. And basically, uh, me being in eighth grade, having my first girlfriend. Oh, I'm in love with her. I'm going to marry her. <laughs> And uh, my dad was constantly telling me, oh yeah, if you don't get your grades up, then, you, then you're breaking up with her. Basically what happened was one day he started telling me, break up with her now. And I raised my voice at him. And he said, don't raise your voice at me. And I did it again. So my dad, the alpha male being challenged by a cub, stood up. By the way, he's six foot two. I was like five foot ten. He grabs my shirt. You know, you know how like in movies with like a bully, the way they grab the kid's shirt, how they like, you know, kind of curl their <laughs> fist up and press him against the wall or something. Yeah. He does that, screaming in my fucking face. And he had he had a dip in. So he was also spitting in my face to the point that he even spit inside of my mouth. Ew. Like, you know, not on purpose. It, it was on accident. <laughs> and so so the entire time I'm being screamed at, thinking like, well, this is where I'm going to die. And he, and he was shouting at me like, you want me a reason to be this pissed off? 
you think I'm a bad dad or something like that? You want me to be a bad dad? I will wake up at 5 in the morning just to wake your ass up just so I can beat the shit out of you every single fucking day if that's what you want for a bad dad, okay? He was screaming at me for like 5 minutes and the entire time I'm, I'm thinking like, shit, he's gonna kill me. And I'm, like, I'm... I'm stuttering my words, my hands are shaking, I'm bawling out my fucking eyes until eventually he sends me to my room and I'm just standing there in silence thinking like, am I dead? Is this hell or heaven? Am I dead? So that, was, that was the time I was, you know, shit my pants scared. Cornbreads. What you got? Give me a time you were unreasonably afraid. That would have to be... This was whenever I was in grade school playing for the uh, county championship in football. I was a... I want to say I was a right guard. There was a right tackle and a left tackle that would make four of me. The ball hiked, whenever the ball hiked, I was designated to get the right tackle. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting fucking blasted to the left from the fucking right guard. This guy weighed like 400 pounds alone. I was doing the best of my own to hold him. And then there was another guy that came from the left side that weighed like 360, something like that. He hit me. I was doing my best to hold him as well. And then I got chop blocked and both big ass dudes fucking fell on me, like squishes me into the ground, broke the side of my face mask. I get up, walk to the sideline, then I fucking collapse. And it was due to poor circulation to the brain from where I got hit and where I got dug into the ground. I thought I was dying. So, when you got up off the ground, was it like when Peter Griffin flattened Lois? Yes. <laughs> so, I'm going to pick the next one. If you had to create a disease or plague, what would you create? Socialist, go ahead. If you had to create a disease or a plague, what would you create? So, if I were to create a disease or a plague, I would create... So, it'd be a form of leprosy, but for men, the only thing that falls off is their dick, and for women, the only thing that falls off is their fucking arms. <laughs> how, how how does this work? Like, why, why is it men dicks and women arms? See, what can fall off of a woman that is just dangling out there? I could think of two things. Yeah, the right tit and the left tit. <laughs> here's the thing. But here's the thing. You gotta think about the women with flat chests. Well, they're just lucky, I guess. Plus, be funny to have people going around calling this disease sexist. It's true. <laughs> Do you know what I would call the disease? How to properly fry a quesadilla. Politis. Mm. Alright. Kay, what kind of disease would you create? Um, I honestly would just want to be able to make the, um, the virus from the movie The Crazies into a real thing. I have no the idea one, what that means. Is that the one with the dude that plays Glenn from The Walking Dead? Uh, where no. everybody goes insane and starts killing, you know, pretty much the people they work with? You've never seen the movie The Crazies, sir? No. Okay, well... In the movie, it's pretty much this like big. The whole plot is like the water source in this town gets infected, whatever. It turns everyone into like it makes them like super fucking violent, like violent for no reason whatsoever. So they just kill because the because of how pissed off they are. Hmm. They just get insanely angry and then just go on killing sprees until I guess they die or whatever. That is the only disease I would want to be like a real thing. But like I would want to control it. But like, so is it basically know, like safe. they turn into zombies? No, so it just infects the people that are infected with it. They literally just turn into violent killers. So pretty much their their murderous uh, like thoughts <laughs> and their murderous feelings. They just they're they're out there now. Like they can be aware that they have the disease, but they just they can't 
not kill. So an impulse. Yeah. Or a, a, a disease that affects the impulsive actions of murderous intent. Hmm. It's, it's a pretty good movie. You should watch it. How would it spread? You can get it with any, like, if someone's sick, you can get it from them just by being near them. So it's Dude, terrible. My, my, disease would, yeah. my disease would be an STD. Then you could literally say, <laughs> bro, I had sex for the first time. Oh, my dick fell off. <laughs> Yeah, it would be an airborne disease, but you can also catch it from, like, food, water. There's just no way that you're able to avoid this fucking disease, okay? Like, you can catch it anyway, anyhow. You can wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, what if we wear a mask? No, you know what? Masks are the number one cause of this disease. <laughs> it makes it worse like, if you wear a mask. If you wear a mask, you're going to get the disease. Cornbread? <laughs> what, what disease would you create? Alright, the disease I would create would be, like, the far most nominal disease that you could possibly make. This would be considered the deadliest virus in the world. Since COVID is now related the deadliest virus in the world, I'm gonna top it off. I would be the asshole to start it off in the middle of U.S. in the biggest fucking city I could find. And there's no way you can make a cure for this. The name of it would probably... I would have to get back to you on the name of it. But I can describe it to you at the moment. The uh, the disease would be like uh, it'd be like an airborne pathogen. It would be it would be like spreaded through water contact. But the mo the biggest thing is is whenever you get it, you would start breaking out in like really bad sweat, and this would be over a period of time. So a few days later, you could be like starting to vomit. A few days after that, you would be like bleeding out your nose, your eyes, so on up to the point to where you just like lose so much blood that you can die or your eyeballs physically pop out of your head. The biggest thing is on this is I guess you could say the government would be truly fucked on it because they would be like so scared shitless that there's nothing that nobody could do to prevent or help anybody on anything. And then the name I would probably give it would be COVID-20 for the shits and giggles. <laughs> COVID-20. Oh my god, you just want people to fucking oh. suffer. Pain and suffering gets you an extra point. Oh my god. See, I'm surprised you guys all went with like bacteria or virus based stuff. What would, what would be yours? So mine would be a parasite. It would give no symptoms. It would go in through one of your orifices. It doesn't matter which one, your butthole, your dick hole, your mouth, nose, it doesn't matter. But once it gets to your bloodstream, it feeds on your unoxygenated blood. So the blood that goes back to your heart. And then it would eventually multiply and like reproduce inside of you. And then after it has reproduced the children the little baby parasites would eat your vital organs and then that's how it reproduces and it spreads because you know you get the mortician that has to you know carry the body he gets it because oh well i decided to wear assless chaps today and parasite crawled up my asshole i feel like the scary part about that turt is i feel like yours could probably actually happen in real life <laughs> like ours ours is like a little far-fetched but yours if if it if it doesn't already exist in like the insect world, then it could possibly, like I just Be feel like creative. I've heard of that. I feel like I've heard of that, but like it only affects insects or something. Like <laughs> I really feel like yours could actually happen, and now I feel like you need to be put on a list. Well, we're all getting put on a list once this gets uploaded because we all just like... talked about diseases we're gonna create. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, from a movie. I mean, like what? <laughs> yours could like yours is like could scientifically actually happen. Yeah, I don't know, I'm I feel sure. like it's a bit far-fetched. No, like, uh, I'm almost positive there is a parasite that is 
if not exactly like that, it's very close I'm to it, but like it that. but it only happens within like bugs. Okay, Kdex, pick a number one through three. Number one. One? Okay. What in your opinion has been the best part about the last five years and why? Like in general or like yeah. personally? Per uh, either one. I would say the best part about the last five years was meeting Mark on Instagram, flying my stupid ass to Connecticut, finding out he's not a serial killer after all, uh, meeting him for the first time, and then having him visit me in Texas, and then him moving all the way to Texas for my dumbass, which still blows my mind. No regret. What do you say? He said, I still regret it. <laughs> Getting engaged and then having a baby on the way. When is the, when is the baby born? Or 16 born days. Really? <laughs> or sooner. Make sure, is it a boy or a girl? It's a girl. I'm sure she's not born on the 14th. That's my day. No, her due date is set for the 23rd, but I think she's going to be born sooner because she's Dude, measuring bigger. The 25th is my dad's birthday, and if she's born on the 25th, I'm going to lose my shit. My mom really insane. wants her to be born on the 20th because that's her birthday. She's like, <laughs> I want her to be born on the 20th. That'll be the best birthday present. And I'm like, I have no control over when she comes. Like, um, her up to well, me, she'd be out, out now. My right, daughter's birthday is the 22nd, and my fiance's <laughs> birthday is the 23rd, and I had my oh. devastating, almost near-death wreck on the 24th. Alright, Cornbread, what's the best part about the last five years, in the world or in your personal life? I'm gonna give you a little bit of both. Alright, bet. For the world, we're gonna start with the world. Trump became president, so he uh, made more jobs, made more money Man. for people, and you know, helped people out when they was in need, and wasn't a total deliberate asshole, and wasn't raising taxes through the roof, and yada yada yada, and all that good bullshit. Gas price. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, within the last, you know, six months, shit just kind of fell apart and went to hell. Now, for me, uh, I met my fiance. I'm currently going back to uh, do some legal issues, my ex and my child. So I just got me a house the other day. Nice. Um, and then I currently have my car running again that I've been working on for the fucking last 12 months. I have one of the few jobs that I'd rather have in the world, which is sitting on my ass pushing levers and steering a steering wheel and, you know, forklift driving, you know? Yeah. Nice. All right, socialist, best part of the last five years in the world or in your personal life? I will give you both. Uh, 2016, Trump got elected. Oh, my God. <laughs> so in my personal life, July 19th of last year, I started dating my girlfriend, Haley. And when I first started dating her, it was weird because I've never dated a girl that you know, treated me like a boyfriend before, <laughs> and it, it, it was it was just amazing because I you know I started dating her. It's been over a year now, and it's been the happiest year I've ever had. She's helped me through a lot of shit, you know, uh, a lot of uh, personal issues. Helped me with and helped me with all my my mental struggles with it. Then she also was there for me when uh, last month on the fourth when. My best friend was killed by a drunk driver. Uh, she she was there for me every step of the way. She was patient with me. She she talked me off of the ledge, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was it's just you know that that that's by far the best thing that has happened in my life in the past five years. Well, I'm glad everybody's had a a good portion for the last five years, other than you know Trump being elected apparently. <laughs> 
2024, take America back, baby. Oh my god. Socialist, one or two? One. No, two, 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 two. Two? Okay. What was the first thing you've ever cooked, and how did it turn out? The first thing I ever cooked was... Benz, do you want me? Do you want it to be first thing I ever cooked on my own, or first thing I ever cooked like in general? Because the first thing I actually ever cooked was I was was when I was in a culinary class in high school. We'll go because uh, culinary classes. I fucked my culinary class up both. Both. Uh, well, the first thing I made in culinary class was uh, pretzel bread, and it turned out amazing. And it and like because I hate soft pretzels. I I hate them with a passion. But when I made them from scratch. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Cause like I threw I threw some fucking butter and cinnamon and dipped it in nice cream cheese and all that, and it's f- fucking amazing. But the first thing I ever made on my own, uh, I didn't necessarily make anything. I just cooked bacon. Uh, how did that end? Well, didn't realize you're not supposed to put oil in the pan when cooking meat. So right now there's a black spot on the roof, and it's been there for the past couple of years. <laughs> The whole, the stupid thing about it is the entire time mom was telling me, put it out with water, put it out with water. And I was screaming at her, don't put an oil fire out with water. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, you usually need salt. All right, cornbread, what was the first thing you've ever cooked and how did it turn out? Sausage and biscuits. Sausage and biscuits. How'd it turn out? Like melting butter in the oven. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. It means the best damn thing on earth. Oh, bet. Huh? How old were you? Like... Six or eight. Six or eight? You remember it being the best damn thing on the planet? <laughs> yeah, because I didn't burn the house down. <laughs> Alright, Kay, you're up. Okay, listen, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, my mom did a lot of cooking when I was younger, so I didn't really ever do any cooking until I moved out <laughs> on my own. Which what? Was that. Yeah, so, uh, but the very first thing I ever made, I think it was the fried rice that I make. That was the very first thing I ever, like, cooked by myself. Egg fried rice? Yeah, with chicken in it. Was it good? Really How'd it good. turn out? Hell yeah, it's really good. Nice. I make it all the time. Well, we have to get a new wok because our wok kind of got fucked up. We have I don't to get know what a new the wok. fuck a wok is, but... It's, a, it's the pan I used to cook it in. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, the first thing I ever cooked was fish because my dad doesn't eat fish. And my mom had already cooked a meal. And I had convinced my mom two days before to buy a big thing of salmon because I mm. wanted to be able to eat salmon while I was trying to lose weight. Um, it was when I was like in salmon. eighth or ninth grade, one of the two. Yeah, she had made chicken that night and I was like, well, I don't want chicken. And my dad was like, well, if you don't want something, fucking cook something yourself. I was like, I don't know how to cook. He's like, figure it the fuck out. And I was like, all right, oh. all right, fine, that's fine. So I uh, went into the fridge, had my phone and Googled how to cook salmon. And wow. yeah, turned out better than I thought <laughs> it would, but it wasn't great by any means. It literally was just me slapping salmon on a skillet and letting it cook. Didn't do anything to it. <laughs> it was just flaky fucking fish. Didn't even eat, you didn't eat it raw? No, no, God, no. I'm going to have to jump off here. For this year, he's going to end the podcast Podcast for me. Got to get a little things with my little girl and uh, play with her for a little while while she's still awake. Okay, buddy. Well, you have a good night. All right, y'all do the same, and uh, thank you for letting me hang out in the podcast. Yeah, anytime. All right, so... One more topic, isn't there? There is one more topic, yes, sir. Since Cornbread is gone, you're going to answer this question for us. What's the weirdest food you've ever tried? Uh, Rocky Mountain Oysters or Escargot. Rocky Mountain Oyster Festival was a big thing where where my mom's from. Those of you who don't know what that is, it's bull testicle. Mm-hmm. They cook it in like eight then, different ways. Yeah, and then there was escargot, which is just snails. It's not bad. It's not, it's not nope, half nope, bad because nope. it was cooked in like butter and grease and yeah, 
It's a lot of good shit. Like I wouldn't go out of my way to order escargot, but like if it's yeah. if it's if it's the only thing that's being served. It was a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. All right. How about you, Kay? I'm be honest with you. I don't eat weird foods, so. Are you a picky bitch? I don't know. I mean, I'll try anything once unless it's slimy or alive. Oh. I can't so think of anything that would be considered weird. All right. Ask Mark what if he's eaten anything weird. Put him on the mic. He said mussels. That's not yeah. a weird food. That's. Mussels are good. Yeah, yeah, they're good. My standard of foods is different than most people's because, again, my mother grew up in the middle of buttfuck nowhere, Missouri. I've had squirrel. I have had raccoon. I have had a possum, which isn't very good. Possum is good. So you've had roadkill. What the fuck? Uh, kinda. <laughs> All of these are animals I see dead on the road, so... Well, that doesn't mean it's roadkill. We never picked anything up off the road. We hunted no, them. No, no, it's roadkill. Don't lie. No, it's no road we kill. hunted. We hunted. It's roadkill. There was no rubber taste. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest food to me, I guess, the weirdest food, um, was when I first had, um, curry. Yeah, I thought curry. curry was a normal food. It is in India. It is in Asia. But I was like, what the fuck is this? Why is this in front of me? What the fuck is this supposed to be? It, oh. looked, it didn't look like anything I'd ever seen before. I thought it was fucking soup with extra <laughs> toppings. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, why the fuck is my mom paying $8 a bowl for soup with extra toppings? What the fuck is this? But it was really fucking good. All right, so cornbread had a to- what? What's your question? If you could try any food in the world, what would you want to try? I'm going to let Kay answer first. Any type of Korean street food. I always like watching the videos of people going and like eating street food or like Indian street food. Just anything that looks like it would probably kill me in two seconds, I want to eat it. There <laughs> are three different things I've wanted to try. There's uh, alligator, obviously. Pufferfish, mainly because it's, it's playing a gamble with your life. Ooh, it's yes. a game of trust. It's a game of trust of like, you know, how much do you trust this cook that you've never met in your life? The last one I've always, I've always, always, always wanted to try, uh, haggis. Uh, well, it's a sheep's stomach. And basically, because basically what they do is they, you know, they, they gut the sheep. And then what they'll do is they put like vegetables and shit like it inside of the stomach. And then they cook the stomach. Mine's not necessarily a food, but uh, I have a friend from Mexico, and in his town, it's very common for people to put scorpions in vodka and do shots, and I want to do that. And they're not dead, they're still alive. They, they die in the vodka. But, so, they, they specifically use scorpions that won't kill you if you get stung. They'll just numb you. There's a company down there that does scorpions inside of vodka bottles, and my friend actually said not to, like, you can buy it, but don't drink it because there's a 50-50 chance that those bottles have a scorpion that's not been vetted or checked because it like the the poison in the stinger when it dies and it gets eroded by the vodka it'll spread throughout the vodka so if you drink it while it's been sitting in there yeah. and fermenting and that poison is still in there if it's the wrong kind of scorpion it'll kill you but yeah so uh, I'm gonna count up the points here. Cornbread had nine. Socialist had one, two, ten. Kay had nine. I'm gonna bump her up two more points because she's pregnant and pregnant bitches always get more points. So uh, that'll be our podcast. Uh, Kaydex is gonna be our, our podcast judge next time. That's gonna be fun. I mean, she gets to either come up with, with one topic or find 12. Cool, I already have seven. Thank you all for joining us for the podcast and we will see you in the next episode. Bye-bye.